hard facts. You know, I'm Sandra Ezekwasili, and these are your hard facts. Hello, Lagos. Good afternoon. I am Sandra Ezekwasili, and these are your hard facts. First half fact of the day, the FIFA Women's World Cup has kicked off in Australia and New Zealand. Good luck to the Super Falcons flying our flag down under. They are in Group B with Canada, the Republic of Ireland and co-hosts Australia. Our first match should be tomorrow morning, Nigeria time. That's like 3 a.m. Uh, Nigeria time against uh, Canada. I was speaking with Overdose before I got into the studio. We're talking about it a bit. And he was saying that he was going to be up to watch that match so that he can bring you, um, you know, highlights from that match with Canada. That's the kind of dedication to our jobs that I love about my colleagues, you know. I mean, it's the job. If it needs you to be up at 3 a.m. so that you can give Lagos premium, you be up at 3 a.m. to give Lagos premium. Catch the Sports Gang every weekday from 7 p.m. all the way until 9 p.m. and on the weekends as well from 12 noon. Second hard fact of the day. Bola Tinupu has seven more days to submit his ministerial nominees. It's been 53 days since he was sworn in on May 29th. He has 60 days to submit his list to the Senate. That's what the Constitution says. Again, the reason that we are doing this countdown is because of Dela Lake's words. Before swearing in, he is one of Tinubu's advisors. And at the time, he said that 60 days is too much. He said, quote, a month maximum is enough for any serious government to form its cabinet and put a structure of government in place after the swearing-in, end quote. It's now been seven days shy of two months. Two. Seven days to go. One week. 53 days gone. Third hard fact of the day. In 1999, it took President Basanjo five days to nominate his ministers. We had his list by June 4th. Fourth hard fact of the day. In 2003, it took President Obasanjo 25 days to nominate his ministers. We had the list by June 23rd. Fifth hard fact of the day. In 2011, it took President Jonathan 30 days to nominate his ministers. We had the list by June 28th. I've got a six hard fact for you. The Benue state government says it has uncovered 2,500 ghost workers in the civil service, along with ghost schools. Oh, yes. The new administration is claiming that they found ghost schools, basically, in order to pay, to uh, uh, pad the payroll. Somebody allegedly added schools that don't exist and created fake staff for those schools. If this is true, it's yet another example of the type of colossal corruption and misappropriation of funds that happens in government at all levels in Nigeria. It's why when I'm debating people on the show and say, no, Nigeria is a poor country, they're like, Sandra, how can you be saying we're a poor country? Because they're hearing stories like this all the time. 
Before asking the people to make sacrifices and suffer the loss of government funding to certain programs, should the government not be seen to be cleaning its own house and saving the money that is currently being misdirected into people's pockets? We have the House of Reps asking for uh, recruitment into civil service to begin at a time where government is saying it is too expensive to run government at the, at the moment. All the experts are saying we need to cut down the size of government. And we're talking about recruitment. Have we fished out all the ghost workers currently working in the Nigerian civil service? The road long go. One million Lagosians cannot be wrong. Thank you for listening to Hard Facts. I've got a great show for you, starting with the big three. Let's talk about reactions to soaring petrol prices. Then let's talk about Tinubu asking Nigerians to remain hopeful. And then let's talk about what some state governments are proposing to mitigate the cost of living crisis. On Eyewitness, we'll keep talking about how the rising prices are affecting you. Or At 5 p.m., we'll bring you eyes and nays. Expect news, business, and sports at the top of the hour every hour. After the news at 6, we'll bring you the step down. But let's get started with today's Big Three Lagos. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili, and these are your hard facts. What changes are you making because of the pump price? If the federal government, uh, well, let me rephrase that question. Is the federal government taking the right steps to mitigate the situation? What about state governments? Those are your big three, Lagos. Let's talk. Our first story is the impact that petrol price deregulation is having on Nigerians. We're seeing reports of more people, more Nigerians choosing to walk rather than drive or take public transport. Basically, many people cannot add the rising transport costs to their budget. Anecdotally, we're hearing that in some places, there are fewer cars on the road, or at least commute times are dropping. Has that been the case in your area? Are you seeing fewer cars on the road? Are you seeing more people walking? This morning, when my husband left the house and got to the office in record time, I was like, ah, are you sure you went to the office? Say yes, so that road was very free. And usually that's not the case. And I want to talk about you personally, Sev. How you day? How you day? How you day cope? How you day manage? How you day? How you day do? Talk to me. 0700-993-993-993-01465-7190. Which adjustments you don't make? Which adjustments your neighbors they make? Because of this fuel price increase. Because fuel price increase, they also lead to food price increase. Because food price go increase because they transport the food from point A to point B now. Abby? And the person where they, even if they only transport the food, the person where they sell the food items, she too, she they pay transport fare or him in the pay transport fare, they work out from point A to point B. He guys make that money back. So it means a food price go go up. 
how you they manage. For those of you who own cars and you're still driving your cars, what are some of the hacks that you're employing? Do you still wait for your, your car to finish, your fuel to finish before you enter a petrol station? Do you buy 1,000 naira at a time? I'm waiting 1,000 feet by nowadays, Seth. 1,000 naira fuel. <laughs> Where you go reach nowadays? How you day? Are you buying less fuel? Are you driving less? For those of now we get keke and bus, how una day? How you day? Are you running your generator less? If it's a petrol generator, are you running it less? Do you have light where you live? So maybe that makes it easier. How you day? And how do you see the general impact of these rapid changes when you look around you? 0700-993-993-993-0146571900. Now, I'm not a therapist, but on Monday at 5, we're going to do a bit of a therapy session. <laughs> I'm not a therapist. I'm not licensed in any way. But like on Monday, we'll do like a therapy session where you just have the opportunity to give me a call and just vent. You know, Monday 5 p.m. we'll do it on Hard Facts because Omo, <laughs> Omo, you're off. 99.3, hello. Yeah. Kevin, you're not a big man now. <laughs> Wait till they pinch us, no, they pinch you. <laughs> you get big man no. voice. Yeah. Uh, no, big man, no. uh, some of the people around me here, they are packing me as Uchopo. You know where that man? Yes. <laughs> that piece interpreted everything the British just told him to the local. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why are they calling you Choku? <laughs> because I told them that the removal of subsidy will be good. Oh, okay. You they deserve. Said, oh, what I said was, you, uh, if you can't tell me, I turn it upside down. You deserve, you deserve to be called Choku. <laughs> <laughs> you see, it's a bitter pill hmm. we must swallow. The president, there was no budget for it. The budget for it ended in June. There was no miracle we would have done, except something like supplementary budget would have come up, but that did not happen. So for me, we have to study this bitter pill. The president says it will be good. I believe so. It will be better. At the end of the day, the market will be very open and the competition will set in. My anger has been that some people are taking away our national patrimony in the name of subsidies, stealing our they are, look at the things the, the former government budget to say the right thing. That one of them said it was part of making money. At the detriment of Nigerians. It's not easy, I know. I bought for 10,000 the right day because the best thing to do now is to allow it to go that completely down. Just keep popping it up. So that you know, it, at least when you buy for in fact, I saw a video that made me laugh, right? The man bought for and he was praying that he's going to slow place that this French don't move this from this gate. <laughs> I kept praying, I kept, I kept speaking it up. <laughs> so, my advice for Nigerians, yes, it's difficult. Sandra, if you go out on the street there, you know, sometimes 
someone like me, I, I, I have that uh, phobia of walking on the street sometimes. Because before you walk from one point to another, like five or six who have access for money. It's that bad. There's hunger in the land. But my people, we have to solve this Peter bill. And um, I believe at the end of the year, there will be light at the tunnel. But the people in the government must adjust. They must cut the size of government. The people in the government must also face the reality on ground. If they don't do that, then that means we are, are, it seems to me that they are living in an hour. And that will be very bad for us as a people. So let's see how it goes. I believe Nigeria will come out of this and will come out better. Okay. Thank well, you. Thank you very much for calling, Kevin. 99.3, hello. Thanks for calling. Sandra, mm-hmm. when I all red, now they argue with me. Never <laughs> red now. Malik, you get money now. You don't follow for hey! all day. Shindeke. You not a big boy. Send me a camera give two point seven trillion. Hey, hold on, man. Just send now. Just stay on the line. Make a send now. Savannah Banko. Savannah Banko. Ah, now for you. That be the real bank. Now. I want to fraud me. Wait me that. Ah, or eh? PHB. You don't join fraudsters. Ah. Now what for you? <laughs> when the government teaches us to do bad, what you could do now? I beg, we not go follow them. If they enter fire, we follow eh? the enter fire. You go broke. You know, follow them, you go broke, Sandra. If they enter fire, go follow the enter fire. Fire no hot again, on. Nigeria hot my hair fire now. Which fire won't enter again? <laughs> Sandra. Yes. Sandra. Notice I buy four, five k, ten liters. My gauge did like say I put four of two five. I say they days. play, you know. The gauge they even shake, sir. The gauge they look you. Mm. You can't move there. You can't press any traffic no day. Now they be traffic oh. The potholes we can't make motor. Can't slow down again. You can't pass and a wow. Sandra, mm. look. The government of Lagos State, the governor himself, worked for under three administrations, even four. At the end of the day, come the governor. All the major roads they bad. All for a tenure. Name one road when when no say the only they good. For your own tenure. Then to make matter worse, Sandra, those small, small buses will be out to introduce, that small, small ones, when they day again, you will see that they don't talk to normal, normal Kabu Kabu. Mm. So even though you give them buses for this, for which you want cushion the effect, mm-hmm. the bus goes this poor. Mm. You know our way now. Mm. Then why the vex they say, this man, family, I don't think I saw them, I didn't get a one do. Before you enter that office, Sandra, like you tell somebody, I give you a job, single man on my radio station. Mm-hmm. Because you don't have a radio station before, you know it and what you go do to keep on going. I know that you can't do it, you make everyone take better pass before. Mm. You can't sit down for the seat. Because you won't come out subsidy. What do you bring in place? Two months now, we never say anything. Now, the governors there, they go share money, keep them. They can't use one technical advisor way, go bring contract, we don't get ahead. The money go finish. Nobody check who. Sandra, mm. this country will do so. As long as Nigeria they get what we deserve. Because we know we know what we want with the get. We don't want you sentiment sentiment that be sentimental by the colour for that English. Oh joy, oh joy. Oh joy. We don't want you something <laughs> to kill ourselves. Now we now going to suffer. Sandra, yeah. now we now the, this thing now, I before I forget Sandra. Mm. I hear say Liverpool party definition for Tom language that too. Eh, Liverpool get Philly station. <laughs> <laughs> you know that, son? Everybody now, they think they bite. APC, he bite them. PDP, he bite them. Labour Party, he bite them. Unknown Party, he they bite everybody. Malik, thank you very much for calling. Speaking of the PDP, uh, we got a very strong uh, response uh, from the PDP. They're spitting fire at the APC government. We got a statement from uh, Debo 
Ologunagba. He is the PDP's spokesperson and he said, quote, Our party insists that the 617 naira per litre of fuel is excessive, unacceptable and cannot be justified under any guise. This is especially given the economic potential and prospects within our country. It is appalling that instead of seeking ways to stabilize and grow the economy, the APC administration has abandoned the welfare of Nigerians, which is the primary purpose of government under Section 14, Subsection 2B of the Constitution of the Federal Republic of Nigeria, 1999, as amended, and left citizens to the vagaries of market forces, an exploitative cabal, a disposition that is characteristic of a government that is not accountable to the people end quote now pdp speak all that grammar way here now of course the administration has said over and over that nobody there increase pump price only thing where they do be say they know they pay subsidy again so before you they buy 165 the extra 300 and something where they pay now now government been they pay them before now so government talk Right, and government, no one they pay that extra 300 something now. We've been allow you to buy 165 before because government talks say enough get money again, enough it afford them again. So, from their point of view, what we're experiencing now, what the government says, you know, from their perspective, what we are experiencing now is simply the real situation of the market. Now, so government talk, but BDP. Get response for that one too. Oh yes, PDP they accused Tinubu and the APC. Said they know they protect Nigerians from market forces. When those forces may be pushing so many people into poverty and untold suffering. Also, the PDP says that the administration should have predicted this outcome and had a plan for this outcome before the stories that matter they ended from today. across the street to across the globe there was a general complaint of voter apathy what do you think was responsible for that this one this man is telling america you so close of hush puppies you do this so you close you also you step into the general police what a shit 99.3 Nigeria Info. Apologies about that break in transmission. Yes, as I was saying, PDP was saying that government should have had a plan in place first before ruling out subsidy, before ending subsidy, before floating the Naira. Here's what they said. Quote, the PDP is alarmed that with its ill-thought-out, badly planned and horridly executed policies, the APC is running Nigeria's economy aground with the value of the Naira rapidly plummeting, businesses and production shutting down, citizens choosing their means of livelihood, commercial and social activities crippled, with millions of families no longer able to afford their daily needs as the costs of food, medication and other essential goods and services continue to skyrocket. End quote. So that's from the PDP. 0700993993993 How you day? 99.3. Hello. Hello. Thanks for calling. What's your name, ma'am? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. This is, this is Lizzie. I'm actually a first-time caller. Lizzie, I'm glad you're here. Welcome. Talk to me. Yeah, thank you. Hmm. So, regards to the discussion on grants, hmm, we are really, really, but we are not finding this whole situation funny around here anymore. Hello, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Talk to me. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
um, coming to the aspect of that um, poor increment, mm-hmm. it's really, really affecting us. So they say that to even fall our generators, that's a problem. This is a problem, isn't it? Hello? Oh, Lizzie, if you can't call me back, please call me back. I would love to hear your thoughts, especially because you are a first-time caller. We'll take a break. After this break, we'll come back and take more of your thoughts. I'm Sandra Ezekwesli. You're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. This is The Big Three. On The Big Three, we bring you three of the biggest stories of the day. We start the show with that every Monday to Friday. Femi Falano is is accusing the NMPCL of fixing the price of fuel, which he says violates the law. He's pointing out that under the Petroleum Industry Act, the NMPC is no longer a regulator, no longer has the power to fix prices or be the sole importer of petrol. Now, of course, I have to remind you that NMPCL is insisting that it is not fixing the price of petrol. Price fixing, let me tell you what price fixing means. It means that they are stopping everybody else from selling at a different price. That's what price fixing means. NMPCL says that they are not doing that because other stations are free to sell at whatever price they want. Now, as for monopoly on petrol imports, NMPC said that this week, other companies have import license. Uh, import licenses and they've started importing little by little so again um, you know does the NMPC have actual monopoly or is this simply a question of other importers needing to step up quickly but again how can they step up quickly because forex is still short <laughs> the problems are plenty oh, 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 oh. 0700 993 how you doing hello hello this is Moses. Moses, welcome. Talk to me. Moses from Osborne Estate. Moses from Osborne Estate, welcome. Talk to me. Uh, can, I, can I want to ask a question? Sure, go ahead. Uh, before this square, I think we are living on... A lot, before before Nigeria got independent, mm. like uh, we are living on cocoa, timber, there's a lot of mineral resources in those days Yes. that we are living on. Yes. Before the discover of square. Yes. But why this square now? What happened to all those things we are we, 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 we used to... Uh, keep our life moving before we discover fuel. Now, why is everything based on fuel now? Uh, because we didn't do all the other things that would have meant that we don't need fuel. So we didn't invest in electricity. If we had invested in electricity, we would have had um, no need for generators in our houses. We didn't invest in infrastructure. If we had invested in infrastructure, we would have had way more people investing in transportation business. So that means there will be way more buses on the road. If we had invested in electricity and rail, maybe we would have had light rail everywhere and we would not need any cars to be moving anywhere. And so it will not matter whether fuel price is high or fuel price is low. There will be because more... Because it, 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 it seems that it's, it's only, only the fuel now we are living on. It, it is what we live on. It's a major part of our life. It's, it's supposed to be like that. Because uh, but as, uh, successive... our, 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 our GDP mm. in, in Holland, I heard that Holland, Holland GDP is more higher than Nigeria GDP. What, what are we reproducing? What are we exporting out of the country? Nothing. We're exporting fuel. Crude oil. You see, you, you just uh, uh, see for those that are you 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 too, that we suffer. Moses, thank you very much for calling. Yeah, it's that simple. You know, um, when successive administration after administration, um, you know, uh, fail to invest. 
So invest in infrastructure, invest in education, invest in electricity. You, in, you, you fail to invest in those things. This is what happens. This is the result of administration after administration after administration choosing themselves and their pockets and their cronies over you, the citizen. This is the result of it. We are in the middle of um, a removal of subsidy on petrol and it matters so much because petrol is such a big part of the Nigerian economy. It is powering our offices, powering our, 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 our homes and definitely controlling how we can get from point A to point B. All of that happening while your wage is not increasing. And your wage cannot increase because we don't have that many people who have purchasing power. It's very interconnected. All the problems are woven together. They all are. 99.3, hello. Hello. Thank you for calling. What's your name, ma'am? Market Woman. Welcome, Market Woman. Talk to me. Oh, Sandra. How you day? You talk about the cocoa rubber. You know why those things not they work for Nigeria again? Why? It's because of lazy leaders that have no vision, mm. no plan. That's why those things just easy money. That is the reason why. If not, uh, uh, this country now, America too, will they beg us for things now. You don't know. Uh, because uh, people that don't supposed to be in power, they are in power. They don't know how to lead. They don't know anything. It's just go there. You collect. Me collect. The other one collects. The suffering in this country now is too much. Oh. It's just too much. People are suffering. And it's no good at all. This our leader. They should, they should watch their back very well. Thank you. Thank you very much for calling. 99.3, hello. Sorry about that. Call me back if you can. 99.3, hello. Hello. How are you? I'm fine. Sandra, good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name? My name is Ralph, calling from Ikeja. Ralph, welcome. Talk to me. Now, honestly speaking, uh, this issue of petroleum or complaining, I'm getting tired of everything. In fact, the Sony government is not telling us. I don't know how they say remove uh, the subsidy that few people are enjoying from subsidy. I'm getting the product of shipper. Now, I have removed from uh, people that are uh, uh, enjoying the subsidy and give it to Nigeria. Yes, the suffering is too much. These guys are not telling us the truth. This is how we lamented in three Bugareta and see now. And somebody will call on phone and tell you that uh, we should give the patients that it shall be better, that they are ready to The Dilubi is part of the former government. It's part of the former government. What has what, what it even put them? God bless you, people. All right, Ralph. Thank you very much for calling. 99.3? Hello. Good afternoon, man. Good afternoon. Yes, sir. Hmm? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. How you day? I first of all commend my super falcons. I like them. May God bless them and help them. Amen. I'm going to watch them. Amen. That's number one. Number two. There is here is called uh Atom. is like from Oshodi to Cement. Okay. They are paying one fifty before now, they're paying four hundred naira. I bought one bag of cement three thousand this morning to repair where they used to cap caput. Some people are not finding it easy. 
some companies are shutting down, businesses are shutting down, there is scanty motor, you know. We are buying fuel at C fifty and C seventy. So what is the solution? The solution is to give more license to the software at that day. And then our free fighter Okay, thank you very much. I didn't hear much of that uh, because his connection wasn't quite good. But we've got comments on uh, WhatsApp, so let me take a look at some of them. Nigerians are really not supposed to be having things this bad in Nigeria. The worst part is many saw it coming. Subsidy had both internal and external fraud attached to it, and some individuals and groups have benefited, and nothing has been done to those individuals. Terrorist sponsors are identified, nothing is done. Now we have to sacrifice for the evil did by a few who were in relation to government. What Malik said is true. You'll see governors diverting the huge fact received on some useless projects that will take over four years to complete. Some even have vehicles in their states, and dust has covered it. It's now that they're using it as political strategy for re-election. Sandra, one episode of Hard Facts should be used to talk about governors, our individual state governors. The funny part about this period is Big Brother Niger saying that they want to start a new episode. Those organizers are really brave, so hungry people will sit at home and be watching one house stacked with food and be voting for the people inside that house. But the flip side is salaries will be paid to the workers organizing it, so it will take care of their families. See as comrade voice soft today on Hard Facts. <laughs> All right, who's this? Oh, Freddie. Freddie, thank you for your message. We've got uh, this one here. Please, Sandra, no business. People don't buy things anymore. People who sell now are foodstuff dealers. Sandra, please, we write... Uh, since yesterday morning, I've not taken my bath because no light to pump water. Our neighbor who sells water said he cannot pump water because of increase of petrol. Tell Nepa to give us light, even if it is three, three hours in a day. Uh, Iju Ishaga, Ikeja Distribution, no place to buy water. Mm, my, my guy, I'm really sorry about your experience. Thank you very much for your message, though. We've got uh, this one here. And that says, uh, with the rate things are going now, I hope uh, businesses in Nigeria don't start shutting down. Poverty is in full force right now. Middle and lower class households are drowning. We've got this message here. Um, oh, someone here is talking about the app. All right. We're going we're, we're gonna to take a look at that. Thank you for that feedback. We've got this message that says... Uh... uh I don't know what he's talking about. Okay. Anonymous says, I drive Mercedes uh, ML. I just bought 20K fuel at NMPC filling station in Dimu Road this morning, and it did not get to water tank. Mm. Lainka in Ogun State says, Nigeria is now turned to a chess game where only the pawn suffers. But I believe someday soon there's going to be checkmate. We want a good life. We need to fight for it. It's all about change, and that and change is what we have to fight for. All right. Thanks for your message. 99.3, hello. Hello, Sandra. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name, ma'am? Uh, calling. Welcome. Yeah. I, hear, I think I hear when um, Moses, Moses was saying that um, the government, they are not pl planning for another, they depend on the food. So I must tell him that our government are not investing on other things. They see this country, they take Nigeria as their, as their branch office. 
they have their head office somewhere in some foreign countries. So that's why they are not investing in any other thing apart from um, fuel. Now, Sandra is biting hard, I must tell you. Yesterday, I was going to the market, and yesterday morning, around 6 a.m., someone in bike collected somebody's briefcase. Just my presence. Mm. There was so much robbery these days because of this. Mm. People have engaged themselves into robbery last uh, yesterday. So even people are selling their properties this time around. I know how many people that have called me that they want to sell their property. They want to go to the village. So it is fighting hard, honestly. Mm. It is indeed. Thank you very much for calling. 99.3, hello. Sorry about that. Give me a call back if you can. 99.3, hello. Hello, Sandra. Thanks for calling. What's your name, sir? My name is Peter. I'm Pe- calling from you. Peter, welcome. How are you doing? I thank God, oh, I thank God. What I want to tell the people that are that are siphoning the money of this country, they are not far from us. We are watching them. When the time comes, we will take what belongs to us. This life, they should not think that they are foul. That is how people in my area think. Because you pass on your way, Somebody will say, hey, what you get for us? If you don't give them something, they collect what you have. Please, they should do something about it. They, you can't enter into, into office while you don't have plans for the people that have put you there. You can't just be thinking about your pocket, your family, amassing money that four, five, six generations cannot finish. It's too bad. This country cannot continue like that. I think people are tired. Thank you, Sandra. Thank you for calling. Yeah, but that's the thing. Bola Tinubu says that his administration is still working hard to deliver on its promises in spite of the present cost of living crisis. That's our second story, actually. In his address to mark the Islamic New Year, the president said, quote, As we persevere and struggle to confront our present challenges and the temporary pain we experience, I enjoin you to remain hopeful that there is light and prosperity at the end of the tunnel. My team and I are leaving no stone unturned in our bid to deliver on the promises we made in spite of the present difficulties, end quote. This is, of course, um, the general position of the administration. This has been the general position of the administration. Things will get worse before they get better. Um, uh, Bolatinubu's administration has also insisted that these current hardships are the sacrifices that Nigerians will have to make to unlock future prosperity. Do you agree? Also, do you believe the administration is taking every needed step to minimize the pains? Do you believe that? Speaking of steps, the National Economic Council is meeting today. When I was getting into the studio, they took a recess from their meeting. Uh, The council is meeting with all governors in attendance. This is the second meeting that... um, 
neck has had this month to figure out what needs to be done, what mitigants need to uh, be provided. And of course, that raises the question of whether or not these neck meetings should have happened before the removal of subsidy, before the floating of the Naira. So that solution don't already dig ground before crisis starts. Abby? But anyways, what do you think about the way this administration at the federal level is handling the situation? We're going to talk next about what the state governors are doing so far or not doing, as the case may be. But what do you think about the way the administration, Balatinubu's administration at the federal level, is handling this pain that he talks about in his address, his Islamic New Year address? As we persevere and struggle to confront our present challenges and the temporary pain we experience, I enjoin you to remain hopeful that there is light and prosperity at the end of the tunnel. My team and I are leaving no stone unturned in our bid to deliver on the promises we made in spite of the present difficulties. 0700-993-993-993. Hello, thanks for calling us. Hello, Sandra. How are you? What's your name? Good afternoon. Happiness for me, Welcome, happiness. Talk to me. Thank you. Sandra, mm? I thank him for talking, you know. He listens and he talks. I appreciate him for that. Mm. Better than the, the previous one. Mm. But all I will tell him is, he should act. We need the action. Let's see him walk. Eh? Yes, he's talking. Let him do more of, more of the work. Eh? You understand me? Mm. Okay. Let him walk more. Yes, let, let him walk more. Let's see walking. All right. Happiness from Ikorudu. Thanks for calling. 99.3. Hi, Sandra. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name, ma'am? My name is Sharon. I'm calling from Victoria Island. Sharon, how you day? I'm fine, though. Mm-hmm. Hey, I wanted to ask a question. So when they say the, mass, uh, the masses should be patient and that there is a good work on the ground that is ongoing, mm-hmm. I wanted to ask if the executives, those are the arm of government, mm-hmm. if they are not part of the Nigerians, that should also persevere. Because so long as the cost of governance is still the way it is, mm-hmm. I don't think they are really planning something good for the masses. Because as much as, okay, so we are, there are so many students, everybody, we are all suffering it. And then the first thing, like, today I almost did not go to work as a student oh. um, for my extension because the way from here to here, like from my school to Falomo is like 300, something that used to be like 100 naira. Mm. I mean, it's not really funny at all. Yeah. And so I don't think I can understand as a student because so long as I see those that they are still having increased security and all the lives of, uh, of um, shenanigans going on, mm-hmm. I think they are just, it's one-sided. And so long as it's one-sided, then we are not seeing what they think they are doing on the ground. All Thank right, you. Sharon, thank you very much for calling and sharing your thoughts. On Twitter, Grace Oladejo says, Sandra, it is well. Normally, I work from the office three times a week because of traffic stress before now. But now I only manage to go to work once or twice a week because transport fare is something else. I arrived early back home yesterday. My mom was surprised. And that was because the road was extremely free. Hmm. Thanks for your message. Uh, Stillmatic says, they never see anything. We have conquered Shege. Now it is 
Okay, I don't even think I can say that on radio. <laughs> I apologize about the first one. I, I was just reading. Uh, Ike Okoye says, This fuel matter now is automatic traffic control in Lagos. I drove to Obalende from Lakwe for less than an hour, the journey that normally takes me four hours. If the condition remains same until August ending, you know, go see Moto for Rodo. Hmm. All right, we've got uh, New Dave Global Services uh, on Twitter who says leaders are expected to make sacrifice in Nigeria. Leaders want followers to make sacrifice while they eat the sacrifices through their various means. Let the poor breathe. All right. Thanks for your message. 01465-7190. Women, call me on that number. 01465-7190. Men, call me on 0700-993-993-993. Hi. Good afternoon. Hello, Santa. How are you doing? Good afternoon, ma'am. Hello. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Welcome. How are you doing? I did. <laughs> We're alive. Uh, I thought that they said uh, that uh, Tinubu has experience very well. So why did he, and uh, as an experienced person that he has ruled Lagos before, and we saw what he did. So I did, I don't know that he will still delay. Maybe he would have acted immediately. He re, he he knows he's going to win, hmm. and he knows he will remove that subsidy. Then why didn't he plan on what to do immediately? He he, he removed the uh, subsidy. Hmm. Look at his ministers now. He's he's screening to see the most criminals so that he will put them so that they will not be into his uh, uh, atrocity. It's not good, though. Okay, we don't have proof of that. I'm not sure I can allow that statement stand. Apologies about having to end your call, but thank you very much for calling. 99.3, hello. Sorry about that. Call me back if you can. 99.3, hello. Sorry about that. Call back if you can. 99.3. Yeah, Sandra, good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name, sir? Yeah, you have Emmanuel calling from a place. Welcome, Emmanuel. Talk to me. Things are so bad in the country. I was following a proceeding of a school close to my house yesterday. Okay. I don't know what they were doing, if it was end-of-year party or end-of-session party. I don't know. Right. Uh, the MC, when they want to commence the event, said people should stand up for national anthem. People refused to stand up. The parents refused to stand up. Wow. You know, they were saying Nigeria is back there. There is no need for singing national anthem. Wow. Our leaders are not taking into cognizance the feeling of people, but they, they, they do know us. They know we are a dozer people. You know, we are, we are a set of people who don't think when it's time for election, all they need is to give some people face cap and uh, t-shirts. Off they go. You know, uh, it, we take a collective effort of consigned people, consigned Nigeria, mm. Educated and enlightened Nigeria for mm-hmm. this country to to go out of the I mean uh, uh, out of the doldrum mm-hmm. because to be honest with you where we are right now mm-hmm. yes subsidy must go but the main uh, one of the the effect against the, is that unification of naira uh, I mean to the dollar we are not producing anything the government should have waited a little you know you 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 look at the effect of the subsidy I mean subsidy remover mm-hmm. before you go in uh, to, to the uh, other other ones but you are bashing off from right left and center the fact is leaders in Nigeria only think of themselves they don't think of collective growth and until we have that person that will think of collective growth 
That is when we'll get it right in Nigeria. Thank you and good afternoon. Thank you very much for calling and good afternoon to you. Let's speak with you now. 99.3, hello. Sorry about that. Call back if you can. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name, sir? Uh, my oh, name is Victor. Unfortunately, the line is not clear. Victor, try and call me back. 99.3? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name, sir? Yes, sir. It's Emmanuel 2, CJ on the line. Emmanuel, welcome. Talk to me. All right. Yes, what I want to talk, you see, this issue of uh, uh, fuel, you see, the the problem we are having is as wide as the uh, Pacific and uh, Indian Ocean. You know, because we are running a money economy, it's a difficult task. And it, it needs, we need a genius, a man of wisdom to lead us. And this boy down to 1967, I have said it on this platform, what my eyes saw in the early 90s at Only Fertilizer Company, about that people was almost 95% employees there. And this set of people, the kind of mindset they have is, let us eat today and forget tomorrow. Nigeria can never work until we have a leader that have this contract happen. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you, Emmanuel, for calling. 99.3. Hello, Sandra. Thank, thank you for calling. What's your name, ma'am? My name is almost from Manchester. Welcome. Talk to me. Ah. Sandra. Dele, how you doing? Uh, I'm fine. I would say I'm fine. But inside, I'm not fine. Yeah. Because everywhere you go, everybody is singing the same national anthem. No money. No food. Everything is expensive. Did you know from Majek to Aja is 800? Yes. That is... um. Shongo Tejo has it. If you are coming from Majek to Aja, it's 800 naira. Before, it used to be 300. Okay. It's 800. Okay. And Sandra, hmm. I sell food stuff. Okay. Now, in my shop, there is nothing in the shop. Okay. Because if I have small money to go to the market, to go and buy something, mm -hmm. everything in the market is on the high side. Give me an example. And where if I bought them mm. before they normally bring it for me and mm. uh, four thousand. Now it's eight thousand naira. Goodness. From my twelve. Goodness. How will I sell to people? When people come to the shop, the song will come and be fighting me, Madame your things cost your things cost. But what did I want to do? Bag of Gary, fourteen pence, now it's twenty thousand. Goodness. How much so before? What, before it was 13,000, uh, 13, 12,500. Okay. Now it's 20,000. Okay. Sandra, as I'm talking to you, I'm thinking of to close my shop because I don't have money to run the business anymore. I'm sorry. Everywhere you go, we don't have light. We can't even buy well to, to, to use gems. The software in our area says one Oh. And uh, this is not what I planned for. None of us did. This is not what I planned for. Mm -hmm. After the election, I will stop giving in this country. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Hmm. We'll get through it. I need you to understand that what you're dealing with, I'm also dealing with. We'll get through it. 
We don't have a choice. We'll get through it. One way or the other, we'll get through it. One way or the other, we'll get through it. I'm so sorry. Hmm. 99.3, hello. Hello, Sandra. Thank you for calling. What's your name, ma'am? How are, this is Joyce from Iba. Joy, welcome. How are you doing? Oh, how are you? I'm okay. How is your family? We are, we are managing. <laughs> <laughs> Sandra, it's not easy. It's not. Oh. Hmm. Not easy at all. It's not. I'm telling you, this country is so bad. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, nothing is moving. One cannot go out. Eh? Transport only. How much are you taking to market to go and buy food stuff? Only the transport money will take everything. Getting to market, a tenth of Gary now is one seven. I'm telling you. Okay. It's official, official, everything. I don't know where we are going now. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where we are going at all. Well, if you come to my area, people are complaining. You look at children. They are, and I pity parents which their children are very small. I'm telling you. Yeah. If you see what they are going through, oh, God of mercy, you pity them. Yeah. I'm telling you. But let our government, our leaders, they should help. They should listen to people cry. People are crying. Especially people with small, small children. No food to eat. I don't know how it's going to be on September. I don't know whether uh, parents will be able to put their children to school. Though. I'm telling you, hmm. <laughs> if things continue like this, Nigeria is in problem. Oh. oh, Joy, thank you very much for calling. Let's not think about September just yet. Eh? Let's, 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 let's. Pull. <laughs> God, I beg. Let's not think about September just yet. Mm? Let's let's um, let's all focus on putting one leg in front of the other, one foot in front of the other. That's it. That's all we can be doing right now. Mm? Let's focus on that. Let's not start thinking about September. Eh? At least there's like one month before we have to think of September, because Lord, Lord. We've got messages on WhatsApp. Uh, let's see. This one here is from Peter Ayorinde. Peter says, I don't know if I should pity Nigerians or lament on our behalf. I was in a public transport yesterday from Anthony to Lecky, and it was obvious that the passionate conversation in that car proved to me that majority of our people don't love Nigeria. Out of five of us, only one, only myself, was involved in the last election. 20 million people out of 100 million showed up to decide the country's fate. It's a shame. They even boldly said that they didn't vote. And they say Nigeria is not going to be good because everyone in politics is a thief. But I'm Sandra, I preached tire inside that vehicle to make them understand that social politics is a mirror of the people's character. We're too ignorant to save ourselves because we don't know that the solution is in our hands and we don't have the honesty of character or impetus or knowledge or unity 
to find solutions. Madam Sandra, I've seen a lot of documentaries about countries. Do you know that the character of a society is judged by what is under the ground? Example, drainage facility, waste of those people, what is in their sky? Example, electric cables. These are common indicators of shanty environment, people, and political experience. We are not ready to deliver ourselves. Politicians will push us to the wall. We go enter wall. <laughs> All right, Lagos, we have to bring you um, business news. After the business news, let's keep talking about the stories that we brought you today on The Big Three. I'm Sandra Esekwasiri. Mm-hmm.